0: Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about how we handle anger and supervision. Uh, Heather, this week we read Disarming Anger, published in Counseling Today, 2022. Mm-hmm. And the first point the article makes, or one of the first points, is explore the origins of this anger.
1: Right. I think often when we have like an angry response to something, it can come from lots of different emotions. Uh, it could come from fear. Mm-hmm. It could come from anxiety. It could come from sadness. Mm-hmm. So when our supervisees or or us as supervisors are experiencing anger, it's important to know, like, well, is it just anger? Why?
0: Why are you angry? Mm-hmm. Um, I can definitely think of some times where a supervisee showed some anger in supervision or about counseling or in a session, Mm -hmm. maybe in a session. But do you think that you can think of a time where you felt anger in supervision or related to supervision? I have been,
1: I don't know that anger is a stronger word. I definitely Uh have been annoyed Mm -hmm. and thought, Oh my goodness, this person doesn't even know what they need. Like, like felt like frustrated. Like I didn't know.
0: Do you think like maybe we could call that, Baby anger, yes, like baby small anger. amounts yes. of anger. But you're saying you pretty quickly could identify, maybe not in the moment, but right. quickly you could identify that that feeling, the underlying feeling was a concern. Right. It or, was definitely or, enough or,
1: of a concern for me to go, whoa. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. That,
0: so and what would you what was the concern? Um, the, In this case, the,
1: the supervisee was so like. Oh, my best word would be disconnected uh-huh. that they truly didn't even like there was a um, they didn't know, like complete okay. ambivalence to what they needed to know. So situations. so
0: then your frustration or tiny anger was about that this person was providing counseling and. Didn't not have the per- skills, right? Right, <laughs> right. right not have- providing. Right effective or appropriate counseling like and then being worried about that well i'm being worried
1: that the school it was really my direct my direct anger wasn't necessarily with the supervisee it was more with the education the lack, oh okay. the lack of education like you thought
0: oh my goodness how did this person finish an entire degree successfully right? Like what happened? am not you? know this yes yeah mm-hmm. um i i don't know i mean again maybe i've I, maybe we're not totally in tune mm-hmm. and we're not recognizing that it's anger, but this also felt like a time where it was small anger, not big right. anger, but, um, I was working for an organization with, uh, an eating disorder organization that needed to assess level of care. Oh. And I thought that they were not doing it appropriately, mm-hmm. which caused people to be in, uh, risky health situations. Right. And I was pretty upset about that. Yeah. And I, like you, I was also worried for people's welfare.
1: Right. I had a situation, actually, as you're talking, I remembered a situation when I worked kind of in a clinic setting and my manager and I did not agree on the next level of care for this client. Uh-huh. And I didn't have authority to recommend no. or say. It's so frustrating. Yeah. So I can see those kind yeah. of things getting in our way. I, right?
0: I think that, I mean... Not only, I, well, I was going to say that I think a lot of supervisees can appreciate that feeling that they are not in a position to get to make all of those decisions. Right. But realistically, if you're working for an organization, it doesn't matter what level you're at, you don't get to make all
1: right. the decisions. Right, Period.
0: This right. Is what it so, is. I mean, even if you're the director of a agency clinic, mm-hmm. there are still some decisions that you don't get to make, Correct. which can be frustrating. Right. Huh. Um, what about, um, one of the ways that this article actually starts out describing anger is that it used a cartoon character mm-hmm. as an example. So maybe we could do that. If in the, in this situation where you were concerned that this supervisee somehow managed to get out of school, and did not know, have this information, right, right. What, what cartoon character would have been reflective of the tiny amount of anger, small anger that you know, oh, that's
1: a good one. Maybe a little like a, I'm trying to think of like a, definitely was not a huge angry response, but mm-hmm. more of like a.
0: So not in and out nope, anger guy not, with no flames in guy. his hair. No. Yeah. no, not like a, More like,
1: like a A daffy duck or like. A, That's
0: what I was going to say. Yeah. Wow. We're on the same wavelength. you like, and we're talking daffy duck when he's mad. Right. 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 So he stomps around and, and I think yeah. his hands are in fists. Right. And he's, he talks so fast that he's. Right. Like, m- is it mumbling? Yeah, or stuttering? you don't really know what he's saying. And he's right. like spitting because mm-hmm. he's, yes, that's why I was like, yeah. so kind of stomping around, upset. Okay, now I have to pick a different one. um oh. Me working at that agency where I felt like they did not have good medical oversight for their admissions was, see, not, I mean, I think Tasmanian Devil when he's like in a oh, little yeah. tornado could be a good example, but. I feel like that kind of anger is destructive. Right. So not destructive. I didn't feel destructive. I didn't want to tear things up or mess Mm -hmm. things up. Um, What about maybe kind of I'm still maybe stuck on Daffy Duck because now I'm thinking Scrooge McDuck. Oh, yeah. When he he gets mad at Mm -hmm. the kids because the kids like, weren't they always messing things up? They mess things up. Yeah. Or maybe similar, almost the same character. The dad on alvin and the chipmunks oh yeah perfect and he would say alvin yeah that's yeah. perfect yeah. i like that one okay so uh figuring out the first step is explore the origins of this anger so that right. means we're thinking it means look at underlying meaning or what's happening that right. you're having this reaction um do you think that Part of supervision is not only doing that for ourselves, but guiding our supervisees through that.
1: Absolutely. Um, I've worked with supervisees a lot on, you know, they're often in clinic settings and they don't Mm -hmm. agree with what the higher ups want Mm -hmm. them to do or how it needs to be done. Some of it's about just not getting your way. But the other part of it is if you truly believe a client isn't getting good care, that can be a really Mm -hmm. big topic of supervision. Yeah.
0: Maybe uh, when you were saying that, I was thinking, who else is sometimes in charge when you don't get to be in charge Mm -hmm. all the time? parents oh right yeah so a a supervisee that's working with kids and you and they're realizing there's a parent who is not aligned with them correct and then making making i don't know the their recommendations difficult to follow through Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm.
0: okay so the next point we're going to talk about is diffusing the anger right now you're angry
1: what are we going to do with it right (laughs)
0: Um, what do you think you do? Have you ever had a supervisee come to supervision angry?
1: Um, maybe not necessarily towards me, but yes, they've come to supervision, mm-hmm. frustrated, upset with their situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think part of that is diffusing the anger of once you kind of know why they're mm-hmm. angry, which is mm-hmm. that, back to exploring it, does help diffuse it, but then mm-hmm. what do you do with that? Like what okay. do you, you, you've now said, okay, yeah, they're upset. They don't agree with their supervisor, their mm-hmm. manager with something. But now what?
0: Well, so maybe you're saying like helping them to know the origins is flows into diffusing it because you, we super, the supervisor can relate to the supervisor. Right. Right. That whatever they're upset about, we might go, well, I can relate to that or Mm -hmm. that's understandable. Mm -hmm. So that might even be a beginning part of helping to diffuse some of that. Mm Um, and then you said, uh, so then how do we help with that? Or what do I right. do with that? You also said you've never had anyone come to supervision upset with you. I don't think I've had anyone actually come to supervision upset with me, but there might've been, uh, things that they were upset up with that they were going to allow to go unspoken.
1: Oh, like ignoring it. Just mm-hmm. like, Oh, not going to talk about that okay. one topic. Cause I'll just get mad.
0: Maybe, um, let me think what would be a good example. Um, times a supervisee is small angry or frustrated mm-hmm. or upset would be uh we had a discussion about what hours counted as direct oh, yes. or indirect, yes. and mm-hmm. um they're not like the very happy with that. <laughs> that could be you know, right. not big angry, yeah, but right. it's, it's abs- definitely frust- know, frustrated yeah. feelings. Yep. Or um, a time where I might have told a supervisee that I expected them to make an abuse report. I've had that. And problem. they have a difference of right, opinion. Right. Or can you think of any others where not big angry and maybe they choose not to bring it up in supervision? Right. Um, I can think yeah. of a
1: situation where I've had a supervisee that had a very difficult parent that they were working with and... We had talked through in a previous session about what the appropriate steps would be, and the next session went by, and there was actually something else that had happened that kind of took precedence over it. And then the following week, so now it's been two weeks since the discussion has happened, and they still hadn't talked to this one parent and had the yeah. conversation. And I could tell there was a lot of avoidance to mm-hmm. that, but then also just talking about okay, but what's the why? Because if you're avoiding it, then it's yeah. big enough; it's causing you a lot of frustration.
0: Yeah. So Um, I another time and now that I think about it, I think I've had a handful of supervisees that had some strong feelings about this um, where we live and our state requirements have changed the language I don't know a lot of times. a lot of, right? <laughs> um and one of those one of those language tweaks has been the expectation or the description of how often you should meet for supervision oh, yes. Yes. Um, how many times? do you, I, I remember that it used to say four hours per month. Correct. I I remember that it used to say weekly. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was another change, but currently it says for one hour per. No, it says four hours per week. I think that's what it said. No, wait. It, no, says it says one hour per week, week. one hour per week. For I think it says one hour per week, comma for a total of four hours per month.
1: Yes, like and something then like d- that. I think there's also another phrasing that at one point in time they I think they've since gotten rid of it for a maximum of. Really? Yes.
0: Huh. That might. I maybe that predates me a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the way that I look at that is that over time we're always basically shooting for the same expectation right. but we keep change we the bo- our governing body right. keeps changing the language to better clarify the right. meaning is basically they expect that supervisors meet with supervisees for a 1 hour appointment 1 hour each right. week right and we and we've gone a thousand different ways to try and explain that precisely <laughs> um, i've had supervisees that don't accomplish that goal Right, they're sick. Their kid is sick. They went on vacation. It was a holiday. I don't know. Lots of different right. reasons. All life, right. right? And when they become frustrated, is when I say this has become a pattern, and we need to mm-hmm. do something to to address it. Right. Either we need to change our day and time so that this is an easier appointment for you to make. Absolutely. Or you've missed enough of these that we really need to do some makeup. Right. We got. We got to we gotta add re- some time in here to make it right. Um, and the most pushback I get is doing makeup time. Oh, yeah. They yeah. don't want to do that. Um, and I have had people that were frustrated with that mm-hmm. um, and also uh, continued to maybe not address it by not changing Right, just their like, behavior. Nope,
1: just going to do the same thing. Right? So, still, <laughs>
0: right. so still missing hours and not making any up. So we just keep getting farther and farther behind. Correct. Yeah. Um, so when something like that happens, a supervisee is frustrated, but they're not addressing it. Right. Do, do you address it?
1: Stay with us. We'll be right back. The coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. I think eventually I give them a little time to like figure out if they're going to bring it up again, but mm-hmm. I usually give a two week grace period. And by that next time, if you haven't brought it up again, I might not even have a long conversation about it. It might just be, Hey, we need to get back on target. So next week, are you available for an hour and a half? Are you available for two hours? Mm -hmm. You know, like,
0: or, I mean, that's such a way like making up hours, but an abuse report, or you need to have that conversation. Or Mm -hmm. does that change the amount of time you give them to handle it?
1: Generally speaking. Yeah. I might be a little quicker about
0: it. Mm hmm. So like a parent discussion. Right. If you will let two weeks go by that for some situations could feel like a long time. Right. Um, But maybe two weeks for making up supervision hours. Well, and if you can.
1: Yeah. And if you can help them through, like, why are they avoiding it and why they're doing it, then you're diffusing their frustration each time. Right. Uh Sometimes they need space from it. Like they know they have to make that abuse report. They just need a moment to breathe Mm -hmm. and swallow and okay, fine, I'll do it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so one way that you would diffuse anger is give them space. And, and you're saying time mm-hmm. as a f- form of space, physical space too? Like, would you?
1: Yeah, maybe physical
0: space. I can see that happening. I think to me that would mean maybe not always addressing it in person, face to face. Right, just
1: maybe an email, midweek. An email. Yeah
0: an email reminder, even, mm-hmm. Hey, we talked about this this week in supervision. Let me know some times where you think we could make up some right. hours. So right. then it like right. some distance. Um, what about, I mean, I think we're both talking about inviting the conversation.
1: Yes. Inviting the conversation is a good way. And then also I think another kind of key important part is ultimately we are helping them learn how to navigate these situations. This might be the first time they've mm. ever had to make an abuse report, or that might be the first time they've ever had a difficult client. Yeah. But to be able to navigate, like, once you do this, it's not so either overwhelming or frustrating, or like yeah. it's not going to be the same every time.
0: Right. Well, and I think inviting the conversation means that you have more opportunity to do that. Right. right. Like with these discussions about we need to make up some hours. The first person I said that to was pretty angry. And I would say yeah. angry, not tiny angry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took time and it took a discussion and it's more time right. uh, before that person could come around and go, Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. And it was some about not understanding the expectation, mm-hmm. not understanding completely what I was asking for. Right. So if that's the case in an abuse report right. that maybe they think maybe they think they did what the th- whatever what they're supposed to you do, you ask yeah. them to do. Yeah. And you, but you're you keep asking me about that. I, I did it already. Right. So maybe there's some misunderstanding over what the expectation is. Maybe there's some maybe they feel like there's a misunderstanding in the way that they communicated the situation.
1: Correct. That. Yeah.
0: Where they think I didn't explain it well. There's not I don't need to make an abuse report. It, I think it's also mm-hmm. fair that we as a supervisor could be thinking, no, I feel like you explained it well. Right. <laughs> yes, there's an abuse report here. Right. We still need to make that abuse report. So right. maybe the discussion allows for that to happen mm-hmm. to better understanding yeah. to clarify the situation. Um, the last point in our article that we read is anger's af- the the value of anger's aftermath. Right.
1: So I think once you've been frustrated, upset, angry at something, there after things have cooled down, after we're done, I think that you can step back and maybe appreciate, okay, that's how I got here and what will it be like? But I think also sometimes anger is a great motivator.
0: Mm. Like, okay. Like what? For, what okay. For instance,
1: um, supervision for me as a supervisor, um, when I was very frustrated with a situation with how did my supervisee make it out of school? With this situation going on. I mean, honestly, like I had never given thought before to even really worry about what school someone came from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it did help me as a supervisor go, oh, I'll be looking at that now. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll be looking at what program you came from and maybe being a little more critical, like about not that I won't take a person from that school again, because obviously that could be situational. But to be able to be like, (laughs) Did you take a class?
0: <laughs> you know, oh, like, that's a good point. You know, just bringing
1: it up very Sugar. directive.
0: Like, um, if I were, if either one of us were working with a supervisee that wanted to see kids, right? We might assume that they took classes. Did you take a child development class? Right. Well, that one's required now. Did right. you know that? I knew that. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so human development is a part of a requirement in counseling in the United States, but a class specifically on theories mm-hmm. of working with a child right. or a practicum or internship related to working with a child is not required, which is bonk. so in some people first I mean between a student that had that and a student that didn't, that mm-hmm. is a big learning gap. yep so that makes sense that you would ask like, hey how what classes or how many classes have you taken mm-hmm. on working with children? If they say right. human development,
1: you're like, oh, you're like, mm-hmm. oh well, we have
0: some work right. to do right. We have some learning to do.
1: So I do think it can be a great motivator
0: mm-hmm. overall. Um, do you think it motivates our supervisees?
1: I think sometimes. And I think in certain situations, if they come to us and they're frustrated with a situation at work Mm -hmm. and we kind of validate that and go, yeah, it's okay. You should be upset by that. Like Uh you're allowed to be upset by that. Or that doesn't sound right. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Then it can be a motivator to help them change something or to speak up when maybe Mm -hmm. they feel like they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But to be able to say, hey, I don't agree with that.
0: Or, right. So it might motivate them to advocate for themselves right. or for their client in some way.
1: Yeah. I actually, as I'm saying that can think of a situation where a supervisee did not agree with a psychiatrist and
0: which can be scary,
1: right? Cause <laughs> they've got the big fancy letters on there that they're, the, they're yeah. usually take ownership over a floor or over your group or whatever. And I mean, I agreed with my supervisee that psychiatrist didn't really take all the things into account and so it was like i we had a conversation and i went yeah that would make me really frustrated yep mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and it kind of changed the course of how she handled her interactions with that mm-hmm. psychiatrist because she also felt like the psychiatrist was just dismissing her like right. you lowly Yeah, go you know <laughs> yeah what
0: do you know you're just starting, right mm-hmm. right hmm So the one value could be it motivates people. Mm -hmm. It encourages people to advocate for themselves or other people. Right. Um, Do you think it can, does it have the possibility of making a supervision relationship better? Sure.
1: I think it can provide clarity, right? Once Mm -hmm. you've kind of gone through something like that, then you have clarity and maybe some ground Hmm. rules have been reset.
0: I don't feel quite so optimistic, I think. (laughs) I like, do think get i mean, angry <laughs> well i think if there was conflict between you and a supervisee and you worked through it, then that doesn't stand in your way anymore right It's not an obstacle, but I don't I mean at least this morning I'm not thinking I can't think of a time where I worked through a conflict and I thought, wow, we are so much better for that
1: mm I don't
0: That's know a good that thing I, to think about yeah, maybe i'll maybe I'll um find an example for myself this week and it's feel, feel courage. <laughs> yeah. But I do think for sure. I mean, if there's, you know, what sits between you is the discussion of, do these count as direct hours or not? Right. And it just continues and continues. I think it gets in the way of
1: yes, productive supervision. Absolutely in the way. Yeah.
0: So then I think it's absolutely worth it to discuss that and work through it exactly. so that it's not a
1: looming obstacle. Over right.
0: You. Yeah. Um, what are other ways that there's some value in anger's aftermath?
1: I mean, this is going to sound funny, but like practice, right? Like I'm a person that is conflict avoidant by nature. I do not like conflict. I've had to learn to be comfortable with it and learn that it benefits me. Mm-hmm. But I think if you get to practice in a, in, a, in a situation like supervision, where it's like sometimes, you know, we don't make the rules. We just have to interpret them to mm-hmm. benefit, you know, the situation. And I think going and having practice with that frustration is actually can bring good value because if you've done it and you've been like, okay, I had to negotiate this hard situation mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. And there were feelings involved. And then you get through it on the other side. You're like, okay, the next time it comes up, it's easier. It's easier.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I was thinking maybe this is this similar or the same that um, you were describing that you had an associate that was up frustrated, upset, mm-hmm. and that you validated that I think. Um, and, that in doing that, you know, then you have more confidence or or, or feel like you can address another right. conflict in the future. Something that I'll do with a supervisee is I end up kind of modeling mm-hmm. appropriate frustration right. or an appropriate reaction for them. So they say, you know, this week was really tough. This doctor talked to me this way and made right. this decision and didn't ask me, mm-hmm. didn't include me in the decision. And my reaction is, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what you're talking about. You went to school. You know all about this. And that that helps them to feel like, yeah, I did go to school for this. right? I do. I spent a lot of time with this person and I do know what I'm talking about. That it helps them to feel validated. It helps them to know how to address it in the future. And maybe from our position as the supervisor, Mm -hmm. we help to show them and model for them a way of right. addressing that in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so anger is not all bad. We're not always Daffy Duck mm-hmm. and uh, whoever the other. What do we say? Tadmian Tadmian devil. Devil.
1: Without the destruction. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but it can be really helpful and, and move us forward in supervision. Um, Heather and I would love to hear about ha- when you have faced anger in supervision. And thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision.